Radio Zoom, episode 94. Information about artists played on this episode can be found in the show notes at radiozoom.net. From Vancouver, British Columbia, this is the Radio Zoom Podcast. I guess vertigo. Because you felt woozy. Yeah, just for a moment there. Well, we're kind of turning. We're going, but I can still see the wake behind us. Mm-hmm. But we're kind of going cockeyed. Mm-hmm. What boat are we on right now? The Queen of Coquitlam. Uh, yes, we're on a ferry ship, ferry boat. Yeah. Uh, riding back from the Sunshine Coast, we spent the day there today. Mm-hmm. Sunshine Coast is describe that. It's a coast. <laughs> and but, you get a lot of sun there. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the name. But you can only get to the Sunshine Coast via ferry? Yes. It's not an island. I blogged about that recently, too. A pet peeve of mine, people from Vancouver who think like Gibsons and Seychelles are on an island just because you take a ferry to get there. But no, there's just no other way to get there. It's, it's part of the actual chunk of land that is BC. <laughs> and... Um, it was mostly rainy during most of the day, but now it's kind of partly cloudy out. It wasn't rainy. It was just overcast. A little drizzly, but not when, well, once we got to the Sunshine Coast, it was fine. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't too bad. But we spent the day there today, and my gosh, I'm so beat. We probably should, re- you know, we can probably finish this up at home when we get home. Okay. Because we're en route there, but we can talk about the, uh, run, for the run for light last night. Get some blankets and lie down and get a drink and just relax. <laughs> we need like 50 gallons of water. We played like a little bit of soccer, but then a little bit of frisbee. We hiked a little bit today, and it was just kind of a lot in small doses. So I'm really, really tired, especially because we did that run last night, and we didn't get home, or we didn't actually get to bed till like midnight, and we got up at 6 o'clock this morning, so I'm just kind of running low in energy. Yeah, and then we went to Safeway right after the run, so we're wearing our sweaty, gross, rainy t-shirts and glow sticks, and people approached us, and we're like, what, were you guys in that run, that whatever that was, at Stanley Park, with the glow sticks? (laughs) Yes, yes, we were. All those ravers running through Stanley Park? No. That was for (laughs) a much better cause, but... So if we look, we're we're in the, the rear of the boat right now. Actually, this can go either way, right? Or is it always this direction? Like, this is always the... What is this? The aft? I don't know how ferry... stern. No, port, isn't the aft the back? Side, starboard. I don't know. I think the <laughs> aft is the back of the boat. I don't know these um, things. Well, it depends how... Sometimes you'll get in a ferry and they'll load the cars forward, and that will be... You know, the way the cars are facing is the front of the boat because they're going to drive straight off afterwards. But sometimes for navigational purposes, they'll turn during navigation and then turn back for unloading of the cars. So... They, yeah, it can go either way. Kind of like backing into your garage car hold. <laughs> but, um, so what are we seeing? Like, the little islands through here. This is the, the Spanish islands? No. no. Those are further down between, like, the Gulf Islands, you mean? 
in the Georgia Strait between like Tawasson and Victoria. Okay. Um, this is, I think it's How Sound. Mm, or maybe that, yeah. How sound? Mm, <laughs> you just made kind of like a mm. the, the foghorn of the the ferry. If it goes off here in a little bit, forgive us, but you'll you'll get the effect. No, we're passing by like Bowen, um, right near Langdale, which is the ferry terminal. When you get to Gibson's on the other side, there's Gambier and Keats. Right now, we're passing by Bowen, and I know Anvil Island. There's a camp on there. My friend used to go to. So I don't know the name of the other, these other little islands, but is Bowen the one where Han Solo lives? Yes, it is. Han Solo being, of course, Harrison Ford. He has a... Anorexic wife. Yes. Uh, Clissa Flockhart. They have a million-dollar home on Bowen Island. As do many other well-to-do people. But then also a lot of celebrities have homes around here. Um, yeah. I, you want me to name some? Nah. Well, Kurt we Russell can... and Goldie Hawn just sold their house in Shaughnessy. <laughs> they're moving because they're someplace hockey, I think, and they were moving to accommodate that. Right. Which is a good cause. But I'm assuming, like, people who film here often must have a house here. Like you said, the penthouse of the Shaw Tower. Jean-Claude Van Damme owns that. Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> and we got little boats kind of passing us on the sides. It's a kind of a... What's it, what are they saying? Are we getting close to Horseshoe Bay? I don't think so. Huh. We still have to pass Anvil Island's like the last little island that you pass before you head in there. Isn't that Anvil Island over there? Or is that still part of Bowen? I don't know. We kind of go between the two. What's that little tiny island over here to the left? I don't know, but maybe it's for sale. You can buy <laughs> islands around here. That's very true. Yep. Um, for true. That's, that's very true. That's very um, true. Multi-million dollar, billion dollar islands. So if you have a cool couple mil to drop, you can buy the island, but it might not have natural resource. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's going to have a lot of natural <laughs> resources. In order to get utilities out there, though, you still have to pay for that electricity. You know, You're digging anyway. a well. Well, I'm assuming yes, <laughs> but for the most part, if we had money, would we buy an island? Would you buy an island? Yeah, I guess so. It might be fun. Hmm. I know. Um, you know, companies or corporations or entrepreneurs scoop them up and put resorts on them because then you generate money from that, right? Boat in, boat out. I really would have liked to go kayaking today, but it just wasn't in the cards. It's a little chilly, though, I think, for kayaking. Oh, I guess we had wetsuits or whatever, but the water still... You wetsuit? You just wear this and then put on a life jacket. <laughs> I'd want a wetsuit. I'm cold-blooded. So I can't... Midwest oh. America. You don't know how to act around water. <laughs> I don't. I see water, especially like, you know, all the, the clear running streams that we saw today. Well, glacier the one. Water. <laughs> yeah, the glacier water, the clear water, because it's not, you know, murky and brown and mm-hmm. fields run off. You know, you could actually probably drink the water that was coming down the stream, you know, where we were today and, and uh, not have to worry a whole lot about getting sick from it. You know, there is some risk involved, but, you know, for the most part, it was crystal clear and. <laughs> very 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 cold because we still you know we had some young ones with us today that wanted to really get in the water but it was like you know let's go touch the water and see how cold it is that kind of changed their mind yeah and then I decided to just jump in I don't know when the sun came out I I thought about it man that would have been nice but now we're getting away from the sunshine coast and there's not so much sunshine sunshine shine 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 shine. I'm tired (laughs) me too yeah, we're heading home, Port of Coquitlam. Then we're gonna. Port of Coquitlam? Port. 
Queen of Kokoma. Queen. Boat. <laughs> I wanted to call it, I was going to say boat. I'm like, wait, uh, that's not right. We're on the Queen of Coquitlam, heading yes. back. So. Yes. I just had fairy fries and gravy. It was really good. That's very much a Canadian thing. What, the gravy? Yeah. Or the fairy fries and gravy. Well, fairy fries. Obviously, it's more of a BC thing. But Fries and mayo. Mmm, fries and mayo. Fries wow. and McChicken sauce in the little packets. Mmm. Death in a packet. Obesity in a packet. <laughs> um, and it's funny that you guys don't have that in America. <laughs> but you have everything else. But, you know, we just decide to package the little naughty fat causing things <laughs> in small little... <laughs> there, there's the key there is that you do it in small doses and yeah. back in the states it's more more it's, you get a big bucket of mashed potatoes you drizzle it in gravy you toss in some corn and you cover it in chicken what is with that <laughs> the, 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 the little the thing that the KFC developed the, with the that bowl <laughs> the bowl of mashed potatoes and corn and they have KFC here and they're selling that just as much as they're selling it down in whatever like you know down south or whatever mm. really 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 gross stuff I could just hear my uh, cell phone Going through here. Cell phone. Not just cell phone sounds kind of oh, cutting in. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, the gravy on the fries, uh, I've never quite tried before. I've been asked many 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 times when we go out to eat, it's like, well, "Would you like gravy?" I'm like, mm, "No." This is fairy gravy. You know, you know, you know. You realize that there's a certain. They spoon gravy. it off of the the bottom of the uh, the uh, the gas tank for the yeah. for the, the the boat of Coquitlam. There are there boat of Coquitlam. There are certain grades of gravy, and this is probably one of the lowest. Seen as how our scrambled eggs this morning were served with an ice cream scoop. But the some, best way that they should be. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta indulge, man. <laughs> Have gravy on your fairy fries. Yeah, I, I tried it, and I could see people liking it, but you know, it's just not for me. But it's still not... I still have not officially tried... Poutine. Poutine. Well, you got to go to Quebec for that. We only have, like, bastard versions of poutine from, like, New York fries or Burger King or something. Essentially, it's a, a bowl of French fries covered in cheese curds covered in gravy. Mmm. Yummy. <laughs> and how is it that the United States is more obese <laughs> than any other country in the world? I don't quite understand. Or has a higher obesity rate. I don't know. You're lazy. <laughs> I'm not lazy. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so how much longer do we have here? Oh, there's Anvil Island right now. You see it. So oh, we're going okay. between it and Bowen. So like 10 more minutes. They're probably going to call people back to their cars soon. But we don't have to get in the cars. No, we're going to walk off. It's really windy. Yeah. The sun came out there just for a second. It was really warm. And now it's really freaking windy because we're turning the corner. Let's go, let's go walk uh, in between there a little bit. Get okay. out the wind a little bit, and then we'll wrap up this, this segment. Hoping to catch the sound of the horn as you go into port here, but 
They don't blow it as you go into port. They blow it when you go through the island passes. Like active pass when you're headed to Victoria because you're going to little islands and hey, big boat coming kind of thing. I don't know these things. Yeah, they see? Midwest boy doesn't know stuff about water and boats. <laughs> so Port F, starboard. They're like, hey, we're coming into harbor. <laughs> they, no, that's not what it's for. <laughs> so let's talk about farming. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, we'll wrap this up and uh, we'll come back later. We'll finish this up and we'll go home learn. and relax. Yeah, learn me about farming. <laughs> there okay now we're going to record the sounds of the ferry we'll have to see how long my battery holds out Santa here. <laughs> it's really windy. BC. <laughs> we are nearing Horseshoe Bay Terminal. If you are boarding the bus on the ferry, please start making your way to the main vehicle deck now. If you have difficulty with stairs, there are elevators in the passenger lounge and midship lounge for your convenience. Should we go and say goodbye to everybody? To reduce engine exhaust, please don't start your engine until after the ship docks and vehicles in your lane are directed to begin offloading. 
For everyone's safety, please refrain from using cell phones when offloading. Walk-on passengers will leave the vessel by the overhead walkway. This is located forward on deck 5, the main passenger deck. We hope you enjoyed your trip. Thanks for sailing with BC Ferries, and we look forward to seeing you again soon. Commodore out, but he's got to get the puck out. Uh, is Commodore number 64? No, I wish. He should be, because Heinz is 57. I mean, that he's got a sense of humor. Right. <laughs> so we said in the, the um, when we were on the boat that we're going to come back and finish it up later that day, and uh, now it's Tuesday, <laughs> and we were actually on the boat on Saturday, mm-hmm. that we were on the, the, uh, the boat of Coquitlam. <laughs> the ship of Coquitlam. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I really forget where we left off there, but you know I'll piece this all together and make it all 
work and people have to go to the show notes to check out the music that I'll play. I don't know how much music will be in this episode, but we'll do that really quick. But right now we're sitting here watching Carolina and Buffalo play in game six. Yep, game six. We'll talk about hockey here in a little bit, but uh, right now the score is one to nothing in the third period. And if Carolina wins, they go to the Stanley Cup up against Edmonton. <laughs> it's one nothing Buffalo right now. You failed to mention that. I thought I did. You just said one nothing. Oh, all right. Um, but uh, you said that more informative versus being very disgruntled about saying that it was Edmonton. I was so very surprised by that. Anyway, we'll talk about <laughs> hockey in a little bit. Um, we mentioned a little bit about it briefly on Saturday that we did the run for light on Friday night. And um, that was for the BC Blind Athletics Association. So it was a BCBR. BC Blind Sports. Okay, so it was like BC. BC BSA, Blind Sports Association or something like that? Sure. Sure. Okay. <laughs> and we did the Run for Light, and it was a 4.2-kilometer course. Uh, I mentioned a little bit about it before, uh, the day of that we did it. And uh, what did you think of it? It was pretty good. Um, unfortunately, we had really bad weather all weekend for our runs, but <laughs> it was good. I mean, it's, it's completely in the dark. You only have people along the course with flashlights you know, telling you when to avoid obstacles, like big posts sticking out of the ground. But it's really cool to see all the flashlights. It's really a family-oriented event. Lots of kids out, lots of school groups as well. It's not uh, it's not a timed event either, so it's just, you know, point A to point B and go. Mm-hmm. Yes, very family-oriented. I think it, that's a really good thing, but there was a few times where I almost took out a kid here and there just because... <laughs> Somebody would stop along the way. A couple times, this one kid, or a couple times, there'd be a, a, a kid that turned around and started running against the, the flow of traffic and in, in the dark, glow sticks. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to run you over if I can't see you. That's the point. But, of course, it's, you know, a, a run for the blind and also the uh, deaf as well. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it, but for blind, deaf, deaf, and blind and deaf individuals, uh, that play in BC athletic events. Yep, they actually had, um, when they have their little ceremonies at the end, they do door prizes and discussing the cause. They had several athletes. Was that before it started or after? I think it was before it started. They, they had, had people the, up there? Yep, they had the uh, Olympic Paralympic athletes up there. Um, some people who do swimming and hockey and volleyball. Volleyball, and I forget the other events, but they had you know some of the people just to show you where your money is going or where the donations go. So they also had those the the, the prizes at the end that they draw, would draw for based on you know your registration. You, you entered your name into the drawing. Those are some nice prizes that they were giving away. I mean that was a really nice incentive for you to not only support the the cause but like uh, a whole package of. Uh, a night uh, or a weekend or something like that up at Whistler Resort mm-hmm. and well they were listing them off I remember you asking me is this still the same prize pack yeah it's one big prize pack and they had about 15 different you know a free night of dining here um, two nights at the Tantalus Whistler I've actually stayed there <laughs> and um, is it nice I guess so I was eight 17 at the no I was junior high so I must have been 16 at the time from my convention I went to it seemed pretty nice then so I remember just walking into the village from there but yeah all the prize packs I remember we were walking away and we wanted to listen to see if our names got called for any of the door prizes and there was like a couple months membership to fitness world yeah, yeah. Oh, I really wanted that one mm-hmm. um but then like gift certificates like the spaghetti factory mm-hmm. uh 
It was all over the Vancouver place. Attra- Vancouver attractions, I think aquarium stuff, and like Capilano Suspension Bridge. And Playland. Playland, yeah. Um, yeah. So that was a really great event, and we, that didn't get over until like 10, 10.30. We had to come home, we had to eat because we were starving because we hadn't eaten we went, all night. We went to the grocery store first in our soaking wet, sweaty t-shirts yeah. and hats and glow sticks around our necks. Yeah, we mentioned that in that, the previous... Uh, oh, fine. We mentioned that on Saturday. Gosh, it's Tuesday. <laughs> Anyway, um, <clears throat> so we did the thing on Saturday. We were out on the Sunshine, sunshine Coast, Sunshine, and uh, that was really a, a fun time. I enjoyed seeing that. I've never been there before. Uh, lots of really great uh, woodland area, actually. Uh, I spent some time down by the, uh, the ocean. But uh, we, ha- we came home that night. We kind of crashed. Things kind of, the night kind of got away th- from us pretty quickly because we got home right around 6 or 7. And then we had to get up at 6 o'clock on Sunday morning to go do the, what was it, the PMC Sierra. Science Fair Fun Run. Okay, so this was for was down at Science World, or started up at Science World. And um, this was a timed event. And trying to think what else, what exactly was it benefiting? I was kind of unsure. Was it for Science World or just no, no, for... No, no. For Science Fair programs in B.C., and I think they said one of their goals last year was to have more, um, I don't know if one was one of their goals. I remember they were saying they were working with the provincial government to get more seats in technology and science programs in universities. I think in UBC he mentioned um, the CEO of TELUS World of Science was there. And just, just having, you know, they showed, or they showed um, some of the kids who had their science fair projects go to nationals were there, and it's just like sponsoring them, sponsoring science and technology programs in schools. So, Yeah, and there was some science, uh, kind of science fair, you know, the, the, the little uh, science fair projects that you put together in the little display boards. There was a few people there um, showing off a few of those things. But uh, like I said, it was a timed event, five kilometers, and it was a fun run, so it was you know we could walk or run, and there really was no competition. There, uh, there were prizes given away to the overall winner of the men's and women's divisions, and then also I think the three different age groups, and, yeah, and uh, also to uh, corporate and school teams, right. fastest corporate school team and school teams. And it was a really great event. I thought it was put on really well, and uh, it was really cruddy the morning of. <laughs> we walked all the way over there, and it was uh, we took a bus a few different ways but um a few different times just to get over there but uh, it was really rainy in the morning but by the time the run was going to kick off the rain let up and the skies were kind of wishy-washy in terms of clearing off or not but uh it was it was good it's put on really well pretty well organized and uh, a lot of people there i think they had what, like a thousand twelve hundred maybe and um the only thing I would have to say that I didn't like about it was that at the end, they ran out of bananas and apples, <laughs> and, uh, well, they had crackers. I didn't see the crackers when I came through, but they had whole bananas. I, I was able to get two, but they ran out just as soon as the, you know, like, I don't know, about half hour after the race was over. So there were people still coming in that weren't going to get any of the bananas, but they still had water that they could get and stuff like that. But how'd you do in the race? I did Okay. For hardly any preparation. <laughs> well, the run for light was your preparation. Yeah, I was really sore. <laughs> I did okay, just kept a pace. Um, past a few of my co-workers, who were, or we were doing it with my co-workers, actually. John was an honorary member of our corporate team. <laughs> I pretended to have a job. <laughs> and 
I did pretty good. I just let John go on ahead because I know he's a lot faster than I am. <laughs> I'm a lot more prepared for this than I am. So just at the right at the start line, see ya, give him a wave, and he would meet up with me afterwards. And I did. Mm-hmm. I watched you come in, actually. I watched you come in on, on the finish line, and then I tracked you down. But um, I, I did the uh, the run in 22.11, 22 minutes and 11 seconds. So you, I don't know if you want to tell what your time was, but it's up to you. That's okay. It was 32. 32. So that's not too bad at all. Yeah, we were making pizza right now as we're watching the uh, Carolina. I think uh, it's still one nothing Buffalo. So that was the PMC Sierra run that we did on Sunday, and it was a really great event. I uh, was still a little kind of sore and worn out from uh, the, the 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 fun or the uh, the run for Bl- uh, run for light because it was such a, a late night, and I didn't get a chance to really you know really stretch out after the run for light so and then being so tired from our adventures on the sunshine coast it was uh pretty intense to do the the 5k on sunday so i don't know it was it was good i liked it and hopefully we're going to be doing more events are we still are we thinking about doing anything else here soon i think i just burnt off all my knuckle hair you shouldn't do that (laughs) um soon coming up let's see um child run i think we're considering it but i think it's maybe like this weekend next weekend um and you were interested in the scotia vancouver half marathon yeah i don't know if i'm up for that but i'd like to be able to try to do the uh do a half marathon that's i think what's 20 kilometers about that, yeah. Okay. Well, if you do that, then I would just do There's also a 5K that goes on at the same time, so I'd do that. And maybe we'd finish at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It took me, the sun run took me about 58 minutes. But based on your, but you ran part of the sun run with me. But based on this 5K you just did, that 22, that means potentially for an hour, or sorry, for a 10K, you could do about 40-some minutes, which is really good. Maybe. We'll see. There's a three-hour time limit on the the half marathon, the Scotiabank half marathon. So I don't know. I'll think about it, but that's going to require a little more training. But, of course, I've got time to do that, kind of. I've got other things I'm working on, but, um, yeah. So that's uh, the basic rundown of the, of the weekend. Uh, not trying to be too much of a person to give weekend recaps, but... Um, I think it was that, a busy one. Right, and we did a couple of really great Vancouver-related events. And like I said in the, the other episode, there's so many running events going on in Vancouver. I mean, we're just talking about a couple of them, but there's so many running, walking, biking, um, kayaking. There's the dragon boat races that are coming up here soon. Um, and they're going to do that thing in October with the Red Bull. The it's Flutog? August. August? Okay, yeah. The Red Bull Flutog, so we're going to have like one of those things here now. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of crazy. I'm really hoping we get to do more runs because actually I was hoping this weekend we'd have really nice weather for our for these runs because I need some color. <laughs> it would have been so nice to be out there all morning in the sunshine. <laughs> so hopefully we can, yeah, find something else to do. Oh, well, yeah, of course. The other thing that will be coming up this summer is beach time because we've Yay! earned it, darn it. Uh, we'll take a break here and we'll come back here in just a little moment and we're going to talk about some of the hockey that we're actually watching and that's going on because I want some of your reactions. Ooh. Ooh. We'll be right back.
cares about basketball? <laughs> Seriously, who cares? That's why they got rid of the uh, Grizzlies from Vancouver, didn't they? Who cares? <laughs> uh, um, so we took a little bit of break so that we could uh, eat dinner, and then we watched the rest of the Carolina-Buffalo game, which went into overtime and just ended. Yeah, how did it end? Um, Buffalo just scored on the power play, and and the guy shot it, and it bounced off Ward's glove and went into the net. Oh man, I I, I saw it happening in slow motion. I even screamed, and I think I scared you a little bit. It's like, oh no! Is there like tiger bomb in here? A little bit. I don't know why. We have our windows open and everything, so people will hear the sounds of the street outside. Maybe. Um, so. Buffalo and Carolina. We're going to be talking hockey here for the next few minutes. Buffalo and Carolina will be going into Game 7 back in Raleigh for the uh, Eastern Final. And the winner will go on to play Edmonton for the, in, in the Stanley Cup playoff for the championship. So it will be a best-of-seven series here coming up. I'm, I'm just filling in those people that don't pay attention to hockey so much. Because, believe it or not, there are those people out there. Um, They're in America. Who are? <laughs> People don't pay attention to hockey. Oh, no. Anyway, uh, coming up in the final, Edmonton is going to be there. They have won the Western Conference final, and now this is going to see who will be the winner of the Eastern Conference. And then the East meets West in the Stanley Cup playoff final. Now, you were cheering for Anaheim in the Western Conference. Western Confe- Conference final, I'm sorry. Yes, I sure was, John. So how do you feel about Edmonton being in there? I don't know. Whatever. I don't really care. (laughs) But is there some part of you, being a Canadian citizen, that is happy that a Canadian team is in the final? Yeah. But, I mean, even when Tampa won, most, like, 90% of the team, they were Canadians anyway. Mm -hmm. And admittedly, it will be nice to hear O Canada sung at the Stanley Cup final games but i don't know i really want carolina to win this that you know i think if buffalo if it's buffalo edmonton i don't know i can't bring myself to cheer for edmonton though i think i'll just enjoy the series whatever it is Mm -hmm. i don't know but if it's if it's edmonton carolina carolina but i'll kind of be okay if edmonton wins (laughs) but i won't be cheering for edmonton I don't know. I, like I said, I'll just enjoy the series. And um, there, there was part of me that wanted to see Edmonton win, just just you know, at least get into the finals because they went in as number eight. Yes, okay, so that knocked Vancouver out. I understand that uh, that that debate and everything, um, but it's been a lot of fun watching Edmonton just fight like no other. And I, I, I will respond to what uh, uh, what uh, Dave said over at the. Uh, Canucks Outsider podcast, uh, hockeynw.com, mm-hmm. right? And uh, him saying that, uh, you know, we shouldn't cheer for Edmonton at all, but, you know, he's also said that uh, he's been enjoying some really great, great hockey in these playoffs. And I have to say that if you want to, you know, if you, if you want to back up that statement of enjoying really great hockey, Edmonton has given some solid, solid games all the way to the end. Um, you know, winning uh, all the way up to, the, you know, to get themselves into the, the Stanley Cup final to p- be playing for the championship. I think that is incredibly cool. Now, as far as the Eastern Conference goes, I'm going to say 
that, uh, okay, I would like to see the Hurricanes beat the Sabres just because I I don't know. I really can't say that I care for the Sabres all too much. I do enjoy Cameron Ward uh, being a big goalie fan myself. The only reason I would like Buffalo to win is because of Miller because I thought he, he's been given some really solid performances. But um, Carolina just has a lot more, uh, I don't know, drive. Um, Talent. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and just a lot more, I don't know, I, I, to me it seems like they, they have a lot more talent with the team, and Buffalo's just got a fast team. So that's what's making this series, obviously going to, to Game 7, it's making it very, very exciting. So, um, Is that all we want to say for, for uh, what's going on in, in the NHL? Yeah, we were just rather puzzled. I was rather puzzled by... Uh, Buffalo's mascot or Buffalo's jersey. It's yeah. a buffalo, right? And they used to have the buffalo, a mini buffalo with like the sabers, the swords. And they were just with showing the, the, the cruddy, almost St. Louis blues jerseys. Kind of. Anyway, <laughs> and the old Kings jerseys. You know, those are all up there. But um, right. they were just showing uh, Buffalo go down the tunnel and their mascot walked by and it's a tiger so they got a buffalo and they got a tiger so i'm guessing saber tooth tiger uh yeah but he looked like a uh the tiger yeah (laughs) and and that doesn't make much sense to me or you but i was you know you made that earlier and you're like i don't understand why there's a buffalo but like well they're in buffalo new york so play on the city name you play on the that's the team name. But, you know, not a lot of cities have the ability to play in the name of, of the actual city that they're playing in. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't necessarily call... I'd like to see a mascot of a Calgary walking around. Right. <laughs> I bet it'd have a cowboy hat. Or a Minneapolis. <laughs> or, um, gosh, I don't know. What else? Uh, I can't think of anything anyway. good. <laughs> okay, NHL, that's over. Right. Um, and, and the Sabres and their bizarre methods of uniforming and mascotting anyway uh so the going on to uh the the whl but more so what what is it, is it basically you just call it the memorial cup right that encompasses everybody it encompasses you're sticking that right in my face <laughs> it's got to be in your face so that way you can pick up your voice oh fine um it's the winners uh the host city plus winners of you know, the top team in the WHL, OHL, and QMJHL. So, um, Moncton, Peterborough, Quebec, and um, Vancouver. And it's just a, basically a round-robin tournament of all these league champions coming together. And Quebec took it this year. They ended up playing Moncton, which is the host city, in the final. And uh, this is basically minor league type hockey. More so, it's it's junior hockey. So these are kids that are still coming up through the system that are a little too young to get into the NHL. Uh, of course, there are some people that break the rules, and not they're quite. good enough. But not quite. It's it's kind of sorta. It's just a step down. It's not you know because Brule he's plays for Vancouver, but he was on uh, Columbus. Well, he will be on Columbus Blue Jackets coming this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, Luke Brempton, Br- or Brempton, Broden, Broden? <laughs> new sort of the B. Bourdon, Bourdon. Yeah. He plays in the Quebec Hockey League, right? Quebec. Yes, but when I saw an exhibition game this last season, uh, Anaheim versus Canucks in like September, Luke was already skating with the Canucks. He, I watched him play with the Canucks. Mm-hmm. He and Corey Perry were going at it. 
And that was preseason stuff, but uh, he's been playing uh, this season in Quebec, but he has signed a contract extension with the Vancouver Canucks, so there's a possibility we could be seeing him on the bench come uh, regular season next year, but uh, probably see him in the preseason for sure. Cool. You <laughs> didn't know that? What do you mean I didn't know that? You hadn't heard that information about uh, Luke Berberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberberber
you know, an NHL team says, you know, we'd really like to take this team, this player, bring him to the NHL, bring him to the, you know, to North America to play in the NHL. What are we going to have to do to do that? You know, what, what could we work out here? And you know, they'll just kind of go, give us ten million dollars, because I think there's a player in Russia that they wanted to. Pull. I think like the Canucks were looking at. Um, so that's the type of stuff that's like it's just not you know, hey, here's an NHL contract. We'd like you to come play with us. It's a little more you know you have to do a lot more negotiation negotiating when you're oh, dealing with those uh, those uh, like, leagues. Even players like Naslin can go back and play for Moto and get like piles of money. Mm-hmm. National celebrity, like sure he gets his recognition here for the Canucks, but that's like huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of prestige overseas right. hockey teams, and sometimes not. <laughs> So it's all a matter of how well they can negotiate, and I don't know. I'm sure we'll learn more as we're there. And I've uh, got word from Dave Olson once again from the Canucks Outsider that he was going to. He was thinking about going, but now he's got uh, uh, some other event that's going to be uh, preoccupying that weekend. I think it's a wedding, so I think it's uh, fair to let him slip slide by and not make it to the the draft. But uh, he's going to go that and uh, made a recommendation recommendation today that uh, maybe we do some recording there. So. We'll take some stuff along, maybe, if you'd let me. Yeah, you need to do some more homework, though. <laughs> more homework? More homework. <laughs> About what? Everything. <laughs> I'm still learning. As, as well, it just m- makes me feel bad because I think I know enough, but then you ask all these questions. I'm like, oh, well, wait. It makes me question myself when I know I know quite a bit. <laughs> and you keep just bombarding me. Bombardment. Bombardment. <laughs> you keep bombarding me with all these questions, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Well, I put you on the spot, so I, you know, it's all about prep. But you know, that's the fun of it all. Um, I think that pretty much wraps it up for the for the hockey portion, and I think yeah, wraps up Thursday, the whole Thursday. Thursday game seven four thirty Pacific time on Toronto Sports Network TSN. Was oh, it on TSN? <laughs> One of the interesting things for you, uh, American listener people, um, I know that most of the NHL season has been on OLN, but. Uh, some of the Stanley Cup playoffs games will be on NBC. Um, I think what they say, like games three and four and five, will be on NBC or something like that. So uh, some of the, the tail end of the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs will be on uh, NBC major networks. So if you really want a taste of some really great hockey, some enthusiastic hockey, especially, especially, especially if you watch the games, are going to be happening in Edmonton. That will be nuts because uh, when they when Edmonton won the series and they uh, the the horn sounded they had a guy holding the decibel reader uh, decibel meter I'm sorry uh, and it said 109 decibels in what is it the Saddle Dome No that's Calgary that's Calgary Rexall Rexall Center so check that out and uh, enjoy the playoffs and we'll come back with a more update and I'll do actually a learning hockey segment because. Uh, if you're going to be watching, you're going to want to learn more about it. Yeah, and then um, we can do a podcast about baseball, and I can ask you a billion <laughs> and one questions, and you have to know them and answer every single one for me. I don't know if we want to talk about the Cubs <laughs> right now. The Cubs have been not doing well, and for all of you Cub fans out there, I feel your pain. It's like being a Canucks fan, like you said. <laughs> right now, it's worse than being a Canucks fan. Trust me. At least Kerry Wood had a good game the other day, but uh, it's, 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 yeah does not look good for our heroes anyway uh we'll get out of here and uh thank you for joining 
me over these past few days. Mm-hmm. And um, thank you for doing a couch cast with me when I have not, do not have some kind of like illness <laughs> going on in my body. <laughs> that we know of. So. Hey. <laughs> with that, we'll check you later. Adios. Awesome. Thanks, John. <laughs> The music on the Radio Zoom podcast is done with artist permission and is pod safe. Visit the show notes for more information. RadioZoom.net.